1: Get a little smoke going, then come in, oh, come have a little sip of the drink. So I, so I, I think I think I've figured it out now. Yeah. the best way to get yourself through a full day of gluttony is to enter the process with the munchies. <laughs> exactly.
2: That's- that would be correct. I
1: wonder if that was la- was that last year? That was last year. Wow, a year goes by like that, like that. It's just gone blink your eyes and it's thanksgiving blink your eyes and it's christmas blink your eyes and it's the super bowl blink your eyes and you're dead happy thanksgiving everybody welcome oh, in geez. to the joint collaboration of pftv <laughs> and <Sims> unbuttoned <laughs> oh hello chris i How love, you? When, you nice laugh. I you love when you laugh so, at your own
2: jokes i love that I so <laughs> so hey
1: man <laughs> i i mean what the hell at least somebody will um <laughs> So glad that you showed up for work today.
2: Yeah, no problem. Good, good to be here. Uh, wh- why? I'm here. I'm doing my paid duties. Did you want me to do more? Are you, are you referencing the fact that I didn't do Wednesday morning PFT? Is that what you mean by that? All, all,
1: all, 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 I know is, all I know is when you joined us in 2017, it was four days a week. And then all of a sudden it becomes three days a week in season. I didn't get that memo. Yeah, And now it's three days a week in season, except this week when it's two days a week. In season, but it's fine. Shereen Williams was great this morning. That's while good. you were sleeping, right? We were getting the audience properly informed on everything happening in the National Football League, including but not limited to what the hell Mike Tomlin was saying yesterday when he said we're not urinating on a fire.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, I'm sure that deserves some deep, deep unpacking there and some dissecting. I'm sure that was some good conversation. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. It's uh, talk to my bosses talk to your bosses I don't know if you why you didn't get the memo they left you out uh, that's the way it is I got other crap I gotta do for this company it's not all about you that's that's basically what we're getting to okay so happy Thanksgiving thanks for bringing me into the show like that this morning I'm here at work I'm ready to go and I can't wait for Thanksgiving tomorrow my favorite it's my absolute favorite holiday of the year football family no gifts finding the right blend of being high and drunk for the meal later that day. It's a great day altogether. Organizing the family football game that we'll have in the backyard at some point after the Lions game, but before the Cowboys game started. We'll do that. Yes, and Pete asked, am I high for the football game? Yeah, I'm a little high and drunk for the football game, and I'm making good decisions and throwing that ball all over the field.
1: <laughs> Having been around you when you have – pre-gamed yeah family meal right i know what it's going to look like it's going to be happy chris smiling you get this smile and you're just kind (laughs) of like everything's just kind of like yeah 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 yeah. whatever you want yeah yeah hey yeah that's right the eyes are about half open Uh the mouth is full-blown joker smile and you're just having a ball i am that's all day tomorrow that is yep my challenge is my challenge is and i have a can of red bull stashed downstairs my challenge is to not fall asleep during the Cowboys-Commanders game. The I fact that it's the Cowboys and the Commanders makes it even more difficult. I think I'm going to crack that Red Bull right when I feel the shade start to fall and get my second win and get through that game. I I, I I, have the
2: same problem, not for that game, but for the third game, right? That's where it gets me, where I'm okay. We're a late Thanksgiving dinner, family, right? Because my dad, he, tomorrow, CBS has the Lions game, so we wait for him. We do that. We probably won't eat Thanksgiving dinner till around six o'clock, honestly. Right. But then when that's over, you know, we're watching the end of the Cowboys, Commanders, whatever. That early part, 49ers, Seahawks, okay, it started, is excited, and then it settles in. And that's when I have a a tendency to fall asleep on the couch and miss some time there in the second quarter. So I got to fight through that tomorrow because I don't want to miss a second of that football game.
1: Wait a minute, you're going to be smoking all day, but they don't eat dinner until 6 o'clock? You have, like, pumpkin-flavored Doritos that you're going to eat we, after? We have a, it'll a be a lot day. of hors
2: d'oeuvres. A lot of stuff is out uh, all day. <laughs> yeah, so I will be picking away. And, again, finding that balance of high and drunkenness and then also finding that balance of i got to eat a little, but I want to make sure I'm starving by the time the real dinner gets here. So it's a, it's a fun day of uh, trying to figure that out with uh, my experimenting there.
1: I think we've given the folks at Frito-Lay an idea, inadvertently. Pumpkin-flavored Doritos. Get on it. Get on it. Recipe makers at Frito-Lay. All right. Uh, Every week this season, you can play along with Chris and me. DraftKings has set up the free $1,000 Florio and Sims Pick'em Pool. Pick every game against the spread for a chance at a $1,000 prize pool every week. Oh, whoa, this is a double whammy. Chris. Download
2: the DraftKings app, click on the pools tab, and enter the free $1,000 Florio on Sims Pick'em Pool to
1: make your picks or visit DraftKings.com slash pools. I had Chris thinking about pumpkin-flavored Doritos. Just like us, you must enter all of your picks before kickoff of the first Thanksgiving game. And even though we're doing two separate podcasts this week over my strenuous objection, you must get all of your picks in, the three for Thanksgiving and... And the other 13 by kickoff at noon Eastern, I believe it is, on Thursday to qualify for the free $1,000 DraftKings Florio and Sims Pick'em Pool. All right, let's get to it. Thanksgiving, Packers at the Lions. And usually... The Lions are the Washington Generals, and the team they're playing is the Globetrotters on Thanksgiving. This year, the roles are reversed. The Lions are favored by seven and a half. After that, come from behind, win 12 points down with four minutes left. They beat the Bears on Sunday over under of 47. Do the Lions strengthen their grip on the NFC North and continue their push for the one seed in the NFC? Chris? I would be shocked if they don't right? I mean, you've
2: alluded to this over the last two weeks. It's a Thanksgiving game here that the Lions are like, for the first time in a while, the favorite. Have something like, whoa, we're coming down the home stretch here and we're one of the better teams in football. Really hasn't happened since the early 90s, right? Since we've had this type of scenario. So I expect that stadium to be rocking to a different degree than we usually see on Thanksgiving. It is the Packers, of course, a rival. That adds to it. The Packers... You know, the the Packers offense last week, good start, certainly played well against the Chargers, but we know it's the Chargers defense, right? Now, there's some things to be had there as far as this matchup in the Packers offense versus the Lions defense. You know that I, I worry about the Lions. They play a ton of zone coverage, right, where the Packers, hey, there's going to be some windows and some openings for Jordan Love to throw it in there and make some plays, and I don't doubt that they will. Right, uh, but I don't think they're like high functioning enough on the offensive side of the ball yet. Right, where hey things are looking better for Jordan Love, no doubt about it. But I'm not ready to sit here and go, oh, they're going to pick apart the Lions tomorrow, and this is going to be an issue. I'm not. So you know, therefore, that's how I look at it in that way. The other side of the ball, the Lions with the healthy offensive line for the most part, the running game where it's going right now. When they get that going to that degree. That's when they, you're, they're almost indefensible. And last week, the Bears never really stopped the Lions. It was just self-inflicted bad decisions by Jared Goff. He'll write the ship this week. This Packers defense, they let people run on them anyways. This group will run on them, which will open up even more play-action pass. I like the Lions. And somewhat of a fun game. I do think the Packers score some
1: points. I'm going to take a 31-20 Lions. Okay, I've got thirty-one twenty-one. I thought you were maybe thinking about having the Packers cover. For the Packers, this is like their bowl game. Yeah, this I is hear it. you. This is the right. last time this year anyone gives a crap about the Packers. Now, we will see them next Sunday night against the Kansas City Chiefs. At least that means we get to see the Kansas City Chiefs week 13, Sunday Night Football, NBC and Peacock. And they're due to play the following Monday night, although there's some chatter about that packers giants game being flexed out of monday night it would be the first ever monday night flex wow. and really why does anybody first want to see flex the packers year and the giants on monday night football yeah so um this this is like this is like an extra little something for the packers yeah an extra little incentive to go show that they're making progress for jordan love to demonstrate that he should get a second season there's been talk about whether or not they should stick with him next year. I mean, my God, you're going to make the guy sit for three years and give him one season following Aaron Rodgers? Are you kidding me? Yeah, valid. So this is an opportunity for him. But, but it's, it's the Lions, I, I think that they're even more dangerous after pulling the rabbit out of their butts against the Bears. You've got that David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs two headed monster there almost splitting touches right down the middle. Gibbs is getting a little more playing time. Their production is equivalent. Montgomery's a little bit more effective when he's healthy, as great as Gibbs has been. They ride those guys. I think this is a game where you ride those guys and gradually rebuild Jared Goff's confidence after having three picks last week, because I don't care that they won the game. He still has three interceptions last week, and it should have been a fourth that was returned the other way for a touchdown that might have kept them from winning the game. You want to give him an opportunity to just kind of build it back. Ride Montgomery and Gibbs. Trust that offense. Hope your defense can make some plays. Keep Jordan Love in check. 31-21. I don't feel great about the Lions covering but uh, if I got to go feel. one way or the other, I'm with you. That's I'm what, with you. I'll pick the Lions to cover. That, that that's I think you put
2: the proper context around it. That's how I feel too. I feel like this is kind of a last gasp effort for the Packers. You know, I'm picking 31-20 Lions, but like I like I kind of envision it you know, 24-20. Somewhere in the fourth quarter, the Lions go down and right and put them away with like three or four minutes left in the game, and then there it, there it is. right? And that's, that's, that's kind of how I look at it too. I don't feel totally confident they're going to cover that spread, but if you've got to make me pick one or the other, I'm going to go with it with a late touchdown and a team that continues to just put the pressure on no matter what part of the football game. That's what I love about the Lions. The offense never lets the defense – have a rest it's always creative run aggressive pass down the field and i just think
1: that'll be too much for that packers defense as the day goes on and i could envision like the lions defense holding the packers as they try to make it 31 28 or something like that late just as a little boost a little kick in the ass for the lions defense which needs it they need to assert themselves they need to get things under control a little bit better not give up so many points as they get into the stretch run all right The middle afternoon game, the Red Bull game, which I will now refer to it as. Not just the Red Kettle for Salvation Army, but a little Red Bull injected into your veins to keep you awake in this one. The commander's coming to town. You know, for a while, the NFL would give us a really good game in that spot, but then they realize they don't need to. It's a captive audience. It's going to be the biggest audience of the year, and we'll all tune in to see if the Cowboys can win yet another game at home. They're dominant at home. The spread is only 11. It's the biggest spread of the week. But, Chris, just like a couple of weeks ago— when the Cowboys were getting ready to play the Giants, and I think the spread was 16.5 or something like that. I look at this and I say, it's 10 points too low. The Commanders looked like shit on Sunday against the Giants. It's a short week. It feels like it's coming toward the end for Ron Rivera, and they're stepping right into the bear trap in Dallas, where Dak Prescott has been great. The Cowboys have been great. They're at home. It's a celebratory time. This is their chance to show yet again that they're one of the elite teams in the NFL. I think this one's going to get ugly. I'll go ahead and give you my score. All right, cool. I just I I think I think this is going to be a shit show for the Commanders. It's going to be 42 to 14. The Cowboys are going to roll and they're going to keep trying to keep pace with the Eagles. Hope the Eagles can stub their toe against the Bills. Hope the Eagles will lose somewhere 49ers whatever and give the Cowboys a chance to try to catch them to win that division. That's why it was so critical on Monday night that the Eagles lose to the Chiefs. That would have really helped the Cowboys. It didn't, but I think the Cowboys keep racing toward their goal and blowing out whoever they can, and the Commanders are a team they should blow out. Yeah, I, I mean,
2: listen, I, you, you say a lot of right things there. The, the, there's, the, there's definitely a part of me that looks at it the same way. I, I also have another little different look at it, too. That's scary to me, though. All right, this, this is what I'll say. This is where I think we, you and I are going to def- differ. I mean, I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win this football game. I am. But I, I think the, 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 the part that scares me with the 11 points a little bit is, you know, Washington's offense is dangerous. It is dangerous. And Dallas plays a dangerous style of defense to where it could go one way or the other a little bit, I think, in this type of matchup. They might end up, you know, causing turnovers, strip sack fumbles, all that. And, of course, you got to be worried about that with Sam Howell holding the football. I, I'm going to play the angle a little bit, Mike, of, you know, hey, they, they moved the ball on the Giants last week and just turned the ball over consistently. I'm going to say that they kind of get back on track. There's going to be a lot of emphasis on take care of the football and all of that here in this football game. But I think as aggressive as Dallas plays on the defensive side of the ball, I think you got to be a little wary of that against this commander's offense. I mean, we've talked about it. The weapons, the people they have, you you play in their face, bump man-to-man too much, you're going to get your ass burned against the Washington commanders. How's going to stand in there and make some throws down the field Right, so that's where I look at it. Now, Dallas, of course, has been a lot better on offense. They've been better as of late. I don't think it's like I look at it and go, "Oh wow, you know, they're so creative or whatever." What what I really look at is, "Hey, O line healthier. They're running the ball good. They were the shortest passing team in football early on in the season. They have opened it up. I still think it's pretty basic as far as their attack is concerned." Right. Um, So uh, that's where. I think Washington's going to hang around in this one a little bit. I think you're going to get a little bit of last-ditch Ron Rivera effort here where I think he probably knows his ass might have been fired last week if they didn't have to play a Thursday football game. Uh, I think they're going to come out and kind of show us something on Thanksgiving. I I picture this being a Cowboys – We know we're better than them. We think we're better than them. We're looking down next week into the schedule a little bit, and we let them make a few too many plays. I'm going to make a Cowboys 27-20 in this one.
1: Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? Making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more.
0: Around any corner.
1: Wow! Yeah, you've got the commanders covering. I do so basically. Basically, 60 years and one day after the commander in chief was killed by the CIA in Dallas, you believe the commanders won't be killed in Dallas?
2: Uh, that, right? Now. Isn't that isn't that isn't that crazy? Right? I mean, yeah. And man, there's been a lot of good JFK info coming out lately. Wow. I mean, you talk about the doctors at the Dallas hospital. Nobody says that, guys head, that JFK's head looked like it did, you know, in the autopsy report. I mean, come on. We're still, it's crazy. We're still going with the magic bullet theory. It went through somebody, took a right turn, took a left turn, took another left turn, came out somebody, and went to a right turn. Okay, yeah, and I believe in the fairy godmother, too, there, CIA. Uh, a little crazy, but uh, yeah, we know. We can get into that another time.
1: All right, you know CIA. It'll be very suspicious if both of us end up dead. That's and, and right. Disappeared. So if you're going to pick one or the other, pick the guy in West Virginia that's in the middle of nowhere. Nobody will know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we move on uh, to and, and please, please, please remove the last two minutes from the podcast. Don't look. Please, don't remove we move it. Move on. Don't. <laughs> 49ers. 49ers at the Seahawks. Uh, everybody knows. It's just funny. Who? I mean, the CIA would have to kill like. Ten million people, because everybody knows they did it. It's sixty years later. Like the CIA is completely turned over. There's nobody. Working no, I know, and I love how work for them in sixty right? years ago. They I can't kill yeah. everybody. Yeah,
2: right. And I love how each you know each president like comes out and they say they want to let it go. Right, we're going to let everything out. Right, and then there's always a CIA pushback at the last second. You can't you can't put these last hundred pages out because. It says that we did it. We killed our own president. So please don't do that because it'll it'll ruin the trust of our government. You know, our government in the country. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Well. Yeah. That's that's what happened. Sorry.
1: And- <laughs> And, and, you know, the, the president ultimately does the prudent thing because the CIA has proven what it's capable of, so you don't want to go yeah. toe to Yeah, the toe. president's
2: like, I don't want the them to I don't want them to arrange my <laughs> next parade route, so I better <laughs> yeah. retract this.
1: All right. All right, 49ers at the Seahawks on NBC and Peacock on Thursday night. The 49ers are favored by seven with an over-under of 43. We still don't know whether we're going to see Geno Smith. He's got that triceps injury behind the elbow. It was sore. It was swollen. He was able to come back and play in the rams game was not able to pull off the victory primarily because the 55 yard field goal by jason myers was no good you have picked the 49ers to win every game this season i will be stunned stunned i say if you don't pick the 49ers to win this one are you picking the 49ers of course i am i am
2: I, I, i think you and i agree and i think we talked about this a little bit on monday morning right You know, hey, Philadelphia is the best team in football. We get that. They find a way to win almost every game all year. But you know, when you look at teams at their absolute best, right, when you go, man, they played phenomenal that game, or they for three quarters right there were unstoppable, I still look at the 49ers and the Ravens, the teams when they've played their best this year, as the two teams that I look at and go, whoa, that's really impressive looking. And so that's where I look. And I think the 49ers are, you know, going upwards in a big way, stretch run here. Of course, they got some, they got no wiggle room. If they want to get home field advantage, they got to play a lot of catch up here with the Philadelphia Eagles. So they can't fall asleep at the wheel. That's for sure. I think, you know, traditionally, Hey, going up to Seattle is never easy. We know that that crowd, and then here they are on a little bit of a losing streak, not playing well, starting to be in danger of like, holy crap, we might get knocked out of the NFC playoff picture here if we don't start playing better football. Right? There is going to be a desperation from them in this game that I expect. You know, they traditionally Pete Carroll defensive coach he he goes all in on stopping Shanahan on the run and trying to muck up the game that way. You know, usually. It comes down to whoever plays quarterback against the Seattle Seahawks or the 49ers, like the playoff game last year. They have to win with their right arm. I think they're going to force them into that. The problem is the guy with the right arm is damn good right now. He's damn good. He's got all his weapons available, and I think they're hitting their stride on that side of the ball. So that's where you know I I, I like the Seattle defense, but I don't think it's ready for this. And then the other side of the ball Seattle's always dangerous. I understand that. They got weapons. But you know, I don't like their offense. I, I don't think it's anything special when I look at it schematically. Their O-line is just okay. They can't run the ball on a consistent basis. So because of all that and uh, uh, and more, I'm going to take the 49ers, and I'm going to take them to cover. I'm going to make it 27-17, 49ers. I-
1: God, we really do spend too much time together. I got 28-17, and I feel like the Seahawks, we have been looking toward this four-game stretch. I know I have for a while. Ever since it looked like the Seahawks were going to be pretty damn good this year. 49ers-Cowboys, 49ers-Eagles. And, you know, the Seahawks are almost like that kid that is learning how to ride a bike, and there's that one attempt where... It's kind of wobbling, and you don't know whether or not the kid's going to fall off. I feel like we're getting to the point where the kid's going to fall off the bike, and we're going to realize that these Seahawks just aren't ready to compete with the best of the best, that they may not even make the playoffs. I think the Rams could pick them off by the time it's all said and done, Chris. I really do, especially now that the Rams have the head-to-head tiebreaker by virtue of the two-game sweep. They're 4-6. and The Seahawks are 6-4. and And the Seahawks can come out of this four-game stretch 6-8. and The Geno Smith injury doesn't help matters. And if Drew Locke plays and plays well, that gives Pete Carroll something to think about because Geno Smith hasn't been protecting the ball. He's been better lately, but he had a bad stretch. And the offense, like you said, it hasn't been. There's just all the money they pay to DK Metcalf. What are they getting out of him? He's averaging 71 receiving yards per game. You don't pay $25 million, $26 million, whatever it is, market value for that kind of production. They've got Tyler Lockett. Jackson Smith and Jigba hasn't been the guy yet. The best thing they have is Devin Witherspoon on defense, who, who I think the 49ers are a little bit like, well, you know, how, how is this guy going to mess things up for us potentially? But as long as the 49ers have their key players healthy, they are the best team in the NFL. Can they keep their key players healthy? The way they play is not conducive to keeping their key players healthy. That's the great conundrum for the 49ers. What makes them great is what puts them at risk of not being great. So for now, all those guys are healthy. They win. They win easily. They cover. Can they keep them healthy? McCaffrey, Trent Williams, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brock Purdy, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, and I'll throw in Dre Greenlaw. Those eight guys, keep them healthy, and they'll probably win the Super Bowl. But good luck keeping them healthy through all the remaining games.
2: Yeah, it's, it's definitely the thing to watch for with the 49ers. You know, you, you said it right, right. They play a kamikaze style of football. Uh, they've been somewhat fortunate this year, but we see – Uh, You know, yeah, no Trent Williams, no Debo Samuel. They're a different team when they lose those guys. When Shanahan has all his toys, he knows, unlike Seattle, and, you know, to the point you're making, there's no tying together of anything in the offense. It's just, you know, what I always like to refer to as Rolodex offense. Ooh, I like that play. Boom. Oh, let me flip 30 pages on the Rolodex. Oh, I like that one too. Where Shanahan's over there going, I like this play to Debo Samuel. I like this play again to Debo Samuel, and then I like the fake to Debo Samuel and give it to Christian McCaffrey. I mean, you know what I'm saying there? And that's where uh, Shanahan is sober. I, now I like the fake to Debo Samuel, fake to McCaffrey. Oh, and now I got a screen down the middle to you know George Kittle. Uh, he's amazing that way. I'm excited to see this game. All three games should be pretty entertaining, I think, nonetheless.
1: It's a simple concept, but when you look at some of the teams that are struggling to find an offensive rhythm and identity, it isn't as simple as it looks because there's plenty of offensive coordinators out there who aren't doing what Kyle Shanahan does by using one play to set up a future play. All right. After the Thanksgiving Day parade on Thursday, catch the National Dog Show presented by Purina on NBC and Peacock. We know you've got a second screen, so you can watch the doggies do their thing and you can watch football at the same time check out the dogs i still object to the fact that bernie doodles are not allowed into the competition because they are mutts my dog the mutt doesn't like that but i guarantee you she will be barking at the screen and up on her hind legs when she sees the dogs prancing around on the national dog show tomorrow do your dogs go nuts when they see other dogs on TV? Uh,
2: not, well, my, my smaller one, Toto, uh, Karen Terrier, he might a little. He's gotten to the age now where he's old enough to he knows it's not real. Now, the German Shepherd, absolutely not. It's just he's too smart. He he realizes. He's like, that's the damn thing these people watch all the time. They're not <laughs> really here. <laughs> yep, so we don't have that, my I- dog- no, the, that issue.
1: <laughs> Birds, dogs, cats, anything she loses her shit and she <laughs> and she gets right in front of the TV and jumps up the the the, the Geico gecko she runs over to the TV and jumps up on both legs and barks at the damn thing got to make um, sure it's I her love territory. territory i love <laughs> my 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 one favorite memory although you know it was great to meet your family and be there but but i loved your dog your dog sat there and i just i just was Oh, Toto's head and Toto. batting his back, and he rolled over for a belly rub. Yeah. I love Toto.
2: Yeah, Toto's great. He really is. He's his, uh, a, a, the least annoying small dog you could find, right? Is sometimes small dog could be a little yappy and annoying, whatever else. But he's uh, he's pretty cool that way. And uh, he thinks he's tough. You know, he's hilarious. He goes in the backyard, and he tries to scare thing, But, you know, he's he, you know he got a 90-pound German Shepherd behind him, so that adds to his toughness a little bit. <laughs>
1: Well, you're not small, but you're yappy and annoying, so give me (laughs) a yappy and annoying best bet for this week.
2: Man, I'm really in a tough spot here, right? I I don't know. I'm like, I don't feel great about any of them. I don't. You know, I got the 49ers, of course, covering the spread, but, you know, in Seattle and a desperate game for Seattle, I worry about that a little bit. I kind of have the same feeling a little bit with the Packers and the Lions there, but... uh, I think I think I'm going to go with the Lions. I'm going to go with the Lions covering the spread and take that one. That's the one I'm feeling. There's a part of me that wanted to go Commanders, right? But I just don't trust Sam Howell and the sacks and not the turnovers. Nope, nope. I'm not, not doing it. Even though last week I changed and it worked out okay for me, I'm going to take the Lions to cover in this one.
1: Well, but the one you changed from would have worked out too. You yeah, go it would 49ers, have Niners. I yeah, think, right. Right. right? Yeah, it yeah, was so. exactly right. But it did work. It did work yeah. for you. Um, I'm going Cowboys, and part of it is my. Stay awake for the second game strategy. Between the Red Bull and being invested emotionally in getting it right and having the Cowboys cover the 11-point spread, I will take the Cowboys to cover and obviously to win. We're going to do another podcast right after we finish this one with the rest of the Week 12 games. You will see that on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for some of your time. Happy Thanksgiving, and make sure you tune in to see the rest of our picks for Week 12. Did you know Bridgestone developed a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials? Making a difference today for future generations. That's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble.